With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. John Phillips chases greatness in his first season as the head coach at Utah Valley. This is the Todd Phillips Coaches Show on the home of Utah Valley basketball. ESPN 960. Always brought to you by Genesis of Linden and powered by the Murdoch Auto Team. Find them online at GenesisofLinden.com. Welcome into the Todd Phillips Coaches Show. We're live here at Top Golf in Vineyard. We're live on the 960 AM dial, the ESPN 960 app, and online on ESPN960sports.com as well. As I mentioned down here at Top Golf in Vineyard, you can come and join us every single Monday night from 7 to 8 p.m. Here at Top Golf in Vineyard, grab a bay right next to us. You can listen to the Todd Phillips Coaches Show live while you hit golf balls and uh, hang out with us every single Monday night down here at Top Golf in Vineyard. The last time we spoke, last time we were on the air, uh, Utah Valley has gone two and two since that last show. It was uh, after that Sam Houston game, that win on the road over Sam Houston, a great win for utah valley the wolverines now four and two overall after going to the jacksonville classic winning a few games and also dropping a few games as well we'll break it all down here on the todd phillips coaches show and then uh, also utah valley coming off that 87 to 52 win over western colorado on friday night they look forward to seattle wednesday at 6 p.m at the uccu center and then utah tech on the road in st george old hammer rivalry action saturday at 7 p.m on the horizon right around the corner as well have a couple guests with me here today first of all we're going to start with the six four red shirt freshman trevin lenhart from kaysville utah the former davis dart let's talk a little bit about you trevin uh let's start with your high school career uh let's talk a little bit about your recruiting to utah valley as well first of all i want to start with how was your thanksgiving it was fantastic, fantastic. Did you go back home to Kaysville? Went back home with the family in Kaysville, and so it was, yeah, it was a great time to be with them and <clears throat> have a good time. Had some good grub, saw oh, a lot of your family members. Yes, of course. I love Thanksgiving food, so it's it, was, a very, it was amazing. It's a very underrated holiday. <laughs> Everybody looks past it, looks straight towards Christmas. It's all about Thanksgiving. Yeah, I love Thanksgiving. I, I think so, too. I'm there, I'm there with you. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about your time at Davis High School. First team All-State honoree, averaged 11.2 points. Uh, per game, 5.7 assists, 5 rebounds. You did it all at Davis, especially in your senior season. Knocked down 28 shots from long range. What was your favorite memory from high, playing high school basketball here in the state of Utah? Jeez, I love my, my high school time at, at Davis. I think probably my favorite memory is, is playing with my best friends. My senior year, we had a lot of seniors on the team. 
and we were guys that have played together our whole lives. Yeah. So it was neighbors, it was best friends playing together. Um, and we had a great season too. And we, even my junior and sophomore year, right, had, had good seasons. So probably just, you know, playing with, with your best friends, growing up with them and having a good time. It, it was awesome. That's what high school really all is about. Uh, did you play any AAU ball, travel ball, anything like that? Was did, it high school? Yes. Did play AAU ball, travel ball, um, every summer, right. And also had a good time with that. Kind of moved around on some teams throughout, throughout the years there, but yeah, also, you know, had that and had a good time. Let's talk about your recruitment to Utah Valley. Uh, obviously, it's a couple of years ago. Mark Madsen was still around. Talk about why you chose Utah Valley. What appealed to you uh, in becoming a Wolverine? Yeah, I mean, I think as everyone's starting to figure out, Utah Valley is the place to be. I, I believe. Um, just the coaches, right? You mentioned that the coaching staff was a little bit different than when I first got here. But I mean, even now, it's same principles: hard work, get after it, and and, and as a team, work towards goals and, and winning. So you're a redshirt freshman this season. That means you sat out a season ago. Uh, what went into that decision to redshirt last year? And was it, a de- was it a decision you made with the coaches? Was it a personal decision? Kind of walk us through that process. Yeah, it, I think it. I came home for my mission, right? So it was right after a mission, and I think that, that played a role. It's kind of tough to come, you know, right, right, right. home for a mission and, and get out there and play at a high level. Um, and it was kind of a coaching staff and, and myself, we kind of came together and made that decision after it wasn't immediately after I came home I think I came, came home and maybe showcased a little bit what I could do. And coaches got me there and were like, I think the best decision would be to, to redshirt this year. And so that's what we did. And I think it's worked out great and it helped me to have a good year last year and kind of do what I had to do to try to help the team this year. Get a little bit stronger, get a little bit faster, improve on your game. Uh, it's a big jump from high school to the Division One level. What's been the biggest learning curve that you'd had to go through? Jeez, I think speed, um, athleticism. I think that just maybe pace of play is a little yeah. bit different. And then, I mean, it, when I was in high school, shot clock wasn't a thing, so that's completely different. Which some people might be like, right. you know, that's don't even think about that. But um, yeah, I would just say that everyone's good at this level. Everyone's good. Every everyone can you know, can hit down a shot and do what they need to do. So, yeah. Did you, uh, did you play your incredibly slow, st- uh, pace of play in high school at Davis? Um, did you just pass it around the whole time? We, we did not I mean, our senior year, we were, we lost two games that whole senior year. So we weren't really the team that was doing that. Yeah. We were trying to just get out there and have fun and have a good time. But I mean, there were definitely teams doing it. I think if you ask my teammate, <laughs> Ethan Potter, yeah. he went to Layton. So we were right next door rivals. He says we do. He says we, we kind of were okay. slow paced. So there's some debate going exactly, on Exactly, but I don't think so at all. All right. All right. <laughs> well, we'll have to go back, maybe watch some tape and yeah, figure no, out what, what the truth is there. Uh, you mentioned you served a mission. Where did you serve? I served in Arizona and Chile. Okay. Arizona and Chile. Wow. How was Chile? Loved it. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Speak, speak a little bit of Spanish, learn a little Spanish there yep. as well. Yep. Awesome. That's awesome. Great experience for you as well i mentioned coming back what was it like to redshirt a season ago you watched a great team what did you learn from those guys as a squad last year yeah i learned a lot that was a great team last year um i think i learned probably hard work the most yeah. right seeing those guys how, how how hard it is to be a good team and then also what it takes right it's it can't just be one two players it's it's the whole team um you know even the guys that didn't play and maybe the redshirt guys had a little bit of to do with that season last year but um, that just trying to take it all in last year, you know, trying to right. learn and apply that four and two start to the season this year. 
great squad that you have. Bunch of new players coming from a lot of different directions, a lot of different areas as well through the transfer portal, through different means. Uh, what do you feel like this team really excels in, and what do you feel like you guys need to work on a little bit more six games through the season? Yeah, yeah, it's been a good start. Um, I think it's a fun team. It's a good team. You know, you, you kind of mentioned we come from lots of different places, backgrounds, um, and I think that might be one of our strengths is we, right, we have that that aspect of kind of just going going out there and getting it done, working together. Um, and so I think that's our strength is, is we're friends. We're, we're out there working hard together to try to win. Um, and so we're just going to continue to try to do that, work on that every day, still early in the season, right? And so just continue to work hard and, you know, focus on defense because that's what wins championships and, and get it done. We mentioned a lot of guys coming from a lot of different areas. It's really interesting, to be honest with you, uh, you have a lot of guys who are experienced. They bring in, a, you know, like a Drake Allen, a Trevor yep. Dorius. You also have a mix of young guys like yourself, yeah. redshirt freshman coming in. How does that mix help you as a team with, you know, half the team being experienced, half the team kind of being younger? Yeah, no, it is interesting. And I think it's great. I think the older guys, the guys that do have experience are not quiet about it. They're out there teaching us, helping us and, and letting us grow as well. I think lots of it might just be experience, right? But like you mentioned, some young, some old, and, and we're, we're working together. I mean, even the old guys don't know everything, and um, we're trying to work towards, you know, winning. We're down here at Top Golf in Vineyard, live on the Todd Phillips Coaches Show, talking to the six foot four redshirt freshman Trevin Lenhart from Kaysville, Utah, former Davis Dart here, now uh, playing some ball at Utah Valley University. You view coming off of a great win over Western Colorado this past week, 52-87 to 87 over Western Colorado at the UCCU Center. Looking forward to Seattle this upcoming Wednesday as well and Utah Tech on Saturday and uh, getting into some of the specifics there. Let's throw it all the way back. The last time we had the coaches show, Trevin, yep. it was after the Sam Houston game. Jeez. So we have a lot to talk about. It's been here. a while. Okay, it's been a minute. <laughs> uh, let's, let's throw it back to that Sam Houston game. You had to step in and play 24 minutes yeah. Helped the team to a big-time win on the road. Uh, you were kind of thrust in there because of foul trouble yeah. for some of these other guys that were out there on the court as well. What was it like to get your first taste of, of D1 basketball, first real taste? Yeah, that was the real taste, huh? And overtime, intense game. It was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, like you mentioned, we had some foul trouble that game. So I had to go in, go in there and, and step up and, and help us win, and we ended up doing that. So it ended up being a great game, great road win um, against a good team. And it's been a minute since you've been back home. You've been in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. You've been in Charlotte as well. Favorite part of uh, that Jacksonville Classic and the trip to St. Augustine? Yeah, I mean, it was a good trip. Uh, the warm weather in, in Florida was amazing. And then, of course, when you're on a trip like that, it's it's ball, it's business. Right. Um, so, I mean, out there hooping with, with the boys was, was a lot of fun. Let's start with that Southern Miss game mm -hmm. uh, there in Jacksonville. You shot the ball well, went down to the wire, ended up pulling it out right at the end. Uh, we mentioned the game against Sam Houston as well, went down to the wire in overtime. What's it like playing in some of these close games? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun, and it's it's good experience um, playing against good teams and, and having to make those big-time plays down the stretch um, where you need to step up and, and hit a shot, you know, play good defense. So it was good. I mean, we were tested that game, and, and we, we came out with the, the victory. Final thing here for you before we take a break, the loss to Cornell uh, just things didn't go your way. You ended up shooting a, a season-high 26 threes as a team. Next closest game was against Carroll College when you had 25 threes as a team and just couldn't get it going. 
uh, anywhere on the court as well. What was the message to the team from Coach Todd Phillips as well as the other coaches on the coaching staff? Yeah, I think the message that we received was we got to just continue to work. Can't be right. Of course, we're not satisfied after that type of game, after a loss, all upset. But that it wasn't it wasn't just all right, this is it. But let's get back to work. Let's get back in the gym. Um, let's work harder. Let's work on the things of the mistakes, you know, that we made. And, and let's learn from it. Not, you know, be afraid of it or shy away from it, but to learn from it and and not make the same mistakes that we made that game um, and just get better. This year is a little bit different than years prior. You're starting off conference play this week. We're going to talk about that coming up here around uh, the corner on the other side. So we'll take a break here. We'll come back on the other side, continue our discussion with Trevin Lenhart, and then uh, we'll, we'll talk with head coach Todd Phillips coming up later on in the program as well. Stick with us. You're listening to the Todd Phillips Coaches Show right here on the Wolverine Sports Network. Your show on ESPN 960. Brought to you by Genesis of Linden and powered by the Murdoch Auto Team. Welcome back into the Todd Phillips Coaches Show live here at Top Golf in Vineyard. Appreciate you tuning in wherever you are tuning in, whether that's on the 960 AM dial or on the ESPN 960 app. We're also online at ESPN960sports.com. You can come down, say hello, swing by down here at Top Golf in Vineyard, right across I-15 from Utah Valley University, also next to the Megaplex, Bout Time, Chubby's, all of those uh, restaurants right here in this cool little area and vineyard as well. Stop by, say hello, grab a bay right next to us. You can come swing some golf clubs and listen to the Todd Phillips Coaches Show live here at Top Golf in Vineyard. We're chatting with the six foot four redshirt uh, freshman, Trevin Lenhart, point guard from Kaysville, Utah, attended Davis High School and uh, has played very well so far this season in a time that Utah Valley needs some depth at that point guard position as well. Let's, let's look forward here to Seattle. You, you're going to start Western Athletic Conference play. What did you learn last year about how tough, how physical a conference this Western Athletic Conference is? Yeah, it's a good conference. <laughs> it's a really good conference. So <clears throat> I think I learned that you just got to be ready for every game. You got to be prepared, and luckily we have good coaches that get us prepared. Um, <clears throat> So you just got to be ready. Every game is going to be a battle. Good players, um, and got to be ready to, to play hard and and win. Now the WAC has kind of put uh, something out there called the WAC resume seeding system. Uh, it's more, you know, very analytical, all about the overall <laughs> resume of each team. Do the coaches ever even talk about that, or is it just one game at a time? It is one game at a time. You know, I think last year when it came down to it, and there were some things going on late last year. Um, mentioned it a little bit, but I think at this point of the, the season, it is one game at a time. Win, that's all you can do. And I think even, you know, when it gets late in the season, all you can do is win and take care of yourself. Um, so, yeah. Now, I've assumed that you've watched a little bit of film on Seattle already. Let's break them down. Give us kind of the scouting report. What have you seen from Seattle U on film so far? Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. Um, I think they got most of their guys. I, I know they got most of their guys back from last year. Um, good shooting team team that's kind of been together for the last few years um and so got to be ready to play good defense against good shooters good shooting team um a good shooting player and players so got to be ready to play defense and then and then let it roll on offense you mentioned last year seattle was the only team to come into the uccu center a season ago and get a win you were 12 and 1 at home as a team the only loss came to that seattle team they shot and made 12 three-pointers in that game the most that the team gave up a season ago 
Uh, you guys have a little bit of extra motivation, a little bit of chip on your shoulder coming into this one? For sure. I mean, we talked about that, too. We talked about how they're going to shoot the three. Um, and so we got to be ready to guard that. And, and you know, Coach coach always says that we don't lose at home. And so we're going to be ready to, to pre- protect the house and, and get the win to, uh, in a few days. Talking with Trevin Lenhart here on the Todd Phillips Coaches Show live at Top Golf in Vineyard. And uh, Trevin, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Utah Tech as well. I know you don't like to look too far ahead. We're not going to get to talk to you again before then. Uh, how important are these in-state rivalry games to you as a player, especially as you know a kid that grew up here in the state of Utah? Yeah, I mean they're important. Um, I think, like kind of we mentioned earlier, it is it is one game at the end of the day, um, and so we prepare for that game for any game the same way um, to try to win and. And we're going to do that. We know it's two big games this week because it's conference, and that's probably more important than an in-state game, right? But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be more crowded down there since, you know, an in-state team will, will be playing. And so got to be ready for that. But, yeah, we're focused on Wednesday, like you mentioned. Is there any different approach that you take when it comes to playing in a conference game versus playing an out-of-conference game? Is there a little bit more of a feeling like, hey, we have to win this game rather than just, you know, going through the, the same things that you do each week? Yeah, I mean, I think for every game we're we're focused to win at the same kind of level of intensity and, and focus. But also, I mean, it is a conference game, and so you do know how important it is, and how it will affect you, you know, as the season as as the season goes on. But I mean, the pre- preparation is the same. The focus in, in practice is the same. So, and uh, let, let's talk a little bit about some of your teammates as well. Uh, so what's what's it like to play alongside some of these guys, Tanner Toulson, Drake Allen? Uh, as well as Jade McClanahan, guys who we mentioned have experience. Tanner, you and Tanner are right there on the same level as far as experience goes. But a Drake Allen, a Jade McClanahan, guys who have been around this yeah. conference for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to be, you know, there with Tanner knowing we're kind of in the same position as, you know, playing time and experience. And then other guys, like you mentioned, Drake, um, Jaden, you know, Trevin Dorius, lots of these guys that do have experience in high-level games and in important games. Um so it's great, and I think we all have great relationships um, to kind of talk each other through it and, and to focus on our goals. So it, it's a lot of fun. Drake Allen coming over from SUU a season ago, a guy that faced last year. What's it like having him on your team this year? It's awesome. I mean, me and Drake actually go back to since high school. I mean, playing against each other, and then we actually played together um, between my junior and senior year in a, in a little travel team, so on the same team. So, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I saw him, you know do well last year at at a different team um and so it's awesome to have him back here where he belongs and and as a teammate um so yeah that's great and then like you mentioned Jaden mcclanahan right as a as a good leader as a as a person that has lots of lots of experience um and is there to to also kind of guide and and to lead talk let's talk a little bit about this uh, coaching staff a little bit different from a, a season ago of course we talked about mark madsen now you've got todd phillips you got lewis wilson todd okison uh okison really works with you the most what's it like working with this coaching staff this year yeah coaching staff is great I, I think it's awesome i think there's a lot of different like there's there is variety of like coaching styles which is as a player i think it's kind of good uh you can get different ways to to be taught and to learn and to listen um and i think we have that and kind of like you mentioned you know coach okasin as a as a former point guard great player it's it's always great to hear his insights um, and a player that, you know, a, a coach that works with the point guards closely. Um, and so coaching staff has been great, all of them, 
All of them are, are fantastic. Any of those former uh, players like Rosby Mutcherson, even Ivory, try to get out on the court, try to mix it up with you guys at any point in practice? You know, I remember in the summer they did. I remember in the summer they did, and that's kind of, you know, summer feels like a long time ago, so I can't even remember, but I remember them out there, and, you know, a few of them still got it. Um, and so, they're, I mean, they're still out there trying their best. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Trying their best. Trying their best, but it's a lot of, it's, it, it is a lot of fun having them out there with us. And, and, you know, as former players, they're able to, to see things that, you know, we may might, may might not see it in the moment in the game. So it's great to have have those former players on our side. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about some of your other teammates as well. Caleb Stone Carewell. He's played great as of late. Uh, what are your thoughts on his game, what he brings to this team? No, he is awesome. He is awesome. Since the summer, I think, when, when he first got here, I mean, I knew that he, he's a hooper. He's a great teammate. Um, he's a good leader. You know, we we follow his example, um, and so yeah, he's playing good. He's very skilled offensively, um, and he's a great teammate. And Kimani Dowdy as well. He's he's turning into quite the six man off the bench, kind of a, a spark plug mm -hmm. for you guys. Uh, it, just talk about the kind of spark he brings there, especially coming off the bench. Yeah, Kimani is a, a, also great. You know, he brings good size, I think, and and athleticism, and and he's a great shooter. He's a great shooter. So, yeah, he's doing great at, at what he needs to do to help the team. So. He's got to keep that going. One other thing a lot of fans have asked about, in practice they've noticed, especially on social media, you guys are holding up a championship belt every week. W what is that championship belt? Why are dudes getting it every week? Kind of explain what that is. Yeah, E-Man. It's the E-Man belt. Um, it's something, you know, coaches wanted to implement that really highlights the players that that, that week um, have just been out there giving their all, giving their all in everything. And so I think you've seen too that lots of lots of different guys have gotten it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter, right? If you're the leading scorer or someone that's not playing at all, you can win this belt because you're out there helping the team, trying your best, and and giving it giving it your all. So it is fun. It, it it's it's a good thing, and and it gets us excited to work hard. Yeah, you mentioned a lot of different guys have, have gotten it. One of those guys was Osiris Grady, yep. uh, also another freshman who's who's making a big impact on this team. What's it like to see another freshman out there? A true freshman in Osiris getting playing time and being able to step out on the court make a big impact. Yeah, I think he was one of the first guys that actually got the belt, and I think that shows that you know the person and player that he is. You know, even like you mentioned, a freshman, true freshman, but he's out there, he's out there uh, playing great and doing what we need we need him to do. And I think he even at his you know his his age, he's a good, he's a good leader. He talks well, um, and, and he's out there helping us. So yeah, he's he's awesome. Mentioned we're down here at Top Golf in Vineyard for the Todd Phillips Coaches Show, and uh, Trevin, you any good at golf? Got a good <laughs> golf swing? I actually like to think I am, but I don't. I don't say that too loudly. I'm, you know, if you ask some of my friends, I might be a little too cocky actually with golf. But you know, around people, I who knows? We'll see if I can hit some good ones today. How often are you able to uh, get out and play some golf in the summer? <laughs> I wish I could play more, but I actually try to get out there probably once a week so I, okay. I am out there quite a bit um i do love golf i, I like to play golf so favorite course in utah well i mean since i'm from kaysville the one i play the most is davis park okay um but i think there's a lot of good ones i mean you go down south to st george you find some good ones yeah. i've had some some cool experiences up in park city with some cool ones so probably i mean my favorite i gotta go with davis park or there's even a golf course up in Bear Lake, Bear Lake Golf Course. So 
I love going up there and playing golf, getting away and having a good time. Those are all great uh, selections, all great picks as well. Final couple questions for you before we get you out of here. Uh, favorite sport growing up, was it basketball along or did you kind of transition over? It was basketball. I think my, my whole life basketball. And right now, are, are you still able to kind of uh, watch a lot of college basketball while you're doing your thing or do you just focus on your craft and, and focus on your team, your guys? We... I mean, I, I love to watch basketball. I love basketball, like I mentioned, and so I love to watch it. And so whether it's NBA, college, um, I think I watch it quite a bit. Even on these trips, on these road trips, we're, you know, as a team, we're out in, like, the conference room watching these games together. So, um, you know, it is watching a good amount, but also trying to focus on myself, focus on our team and, and what we have, at, you know, at hand. Any uh, NBA players you try to model your game after? There's a lot of guys I think I, I love. I mean, I love Steve Nash to look at him as a point guard. Yeah. Um, and then current guys, I mean, I really like, or like Luca, Luca's great. I mean, there's a lot of good players right now that, you know, try to, you try to be like, and so those are just a few. Did you grow up a jazz fan or are you a fan of a different NBA team? No, I am a jazz fan. Yeah. Grew up a jazz fan, right. fan. Grandpa actually worked for the jazz. So awesome. I've been with the jazz my whole life. Awesome. <laughs> Thoughts on how they're doing this year? I mean, not too great. <laughs> I think we already know that not too great, yeah. but hopefully they can, you know, try to figure some things out and make it a little but who, maybe it's not our time i don't know if this is the year but still rebuilding still rebuilding <laughs> yeah. all right hey appreciate your time thanks for hopping on as always great job man appreciate it thanks for having me absolutely all right we're gonna take a break here on the other side we're gonna get the head coach of the wolverines on uh the headset we'll chat with todd phillips here on the todd phillips coaches so don't go anywhere you listen to the todd phillips coaches show on the wolverine sports network Welcome back to the Todd Phillips Coaches Show on ESPN 960. Brought to you by Genesis of Linden and powered by the Murdoch Auto Team. Welcome back into the Todd Phillips Coaches Show here on ESPN 960. We're live on the 960 AM dial as well as ESPN 960sports.com. You can also find us on the ESPN 960 mobile application. You can take us wherever you go. And uh, as long as you have that internet connection, you can listen to us. That, that stream, a lot more crisp. You're not fighting through that AM static as well. So make sure you download the ESPN 960 mobile app as well to get us wherever you go. We're live down here at Top Golf in Vineyard. You can come by, say hello, and uh, say what's up. We're live from 7 to 8 p.m. every single Monday night of the basketball season talking with the head coach of the Wolverines, Todd Phillips. So why don't we get right into it? Coach, it's been a long time since we last talked. Uh, Sam Houston was the last game. It was after that uh, Sam Houston game. You got the big win on the road. So you're 2-2 two and two coming off that long road trip to the East Coast. How's everything now that you're back in Utah? How's the team doing? Uh, great to be home. That's that's for sure. Great to be home. Had a had a good win the other night against Western Colorado, and getting ready for a big win on a Wednesday against Seattle. So love to have people come out and, and and support us as as we have two games in league, and then we then go back non conference until January. You're six games in. How healthy is the team looking? Any just some you know bangs, bruises, nothing serious. Uh, nothing serious. You know how healthy it's kind of debatable right now. You know, obviously, I think the flu is going through a lot of people. So we've had we've had some guys out, um, you know, had more guys. I think we talked about this about Sam Houston, more guys throwing up and this year than we ever had. And I just don't know if it's a stomach bug or what, but uh, I think we're through that for the most part. And um, I'm feeling good. Yeah, you mentioned the sickness. That was a big uh, storyline in the game against Charlotte out there in North Carolina. 62 to 45 loss. 
Uh, kind of a throwaway game, in my opinion. Really tall team. You mentioned Trevin Doris was going through sickness there as well. Uh, you mentioned that after the team. Kind of talk about that that game against Charlotte. Yeah, I know. Kind of kind of a little weird game. I mean, we get ready to start the game, and and, and Trevin Doris is nowhere around. We're like, uh, we're starting with our where's our starting five man? Um, he was in the bathroom um, in there for quite a while. He probably got in. I don't even know how many minutes he ended up playing, but probably came back to the bench probably with 10 minutes left to go in the first half, um, which hurt us because they have a really good big guy. He's huge, 6'11", 260. And so Trev matches up really well with him. And so he kind of had his way with us early on as, yeah. as until we got Trev back. But, um, you know, and, and still he battled through it. I think the kid battled all night long. But, you know, he looked he looked deathly sick to me. So so shout out to him for all the all his toughness to, to battle through that game. So I called it a throwaway game. But really, to be honest with you, it was still a 41 to 39 ball game without nine minutes with about nine minutes to go. You mentioned Trevin Doris didn't play a lot of minutes. I think it was about 17 minutes that he gave you that night. Uh, look, you just, you were still in there. Just couldn't get over the hump when it mattered. Yeah, no, we had a couple chances, you know, and that that's with this young team. We got to continue to get better and develop. We had a couple chances to get over the hump, you know, to take the lead. We didn't take the lead. Uh, they, they extended. I think they're up six to eight, and then they went on a little bit of a run as we were gambling and pressing and trapping a little bit, and and the and, and the lead got away from us. You know, it was a much closer game than the than the score in, indicated, but we also didn't play a great game. You know, we didn't play great, and so that's what we're trying to get to now is where. You know, night in and night out, we're consistent with our with our play that we're like, you know, we know what we're going to get from certain guys every night. So then you go from that game in Charlotte, North Carolina, to the Jacksonville Classic, St. Augustine, Florida. Let's start with the win over Southern Miss, 67-65. Bit of a nail-biter to the end there. Behind Tanner Toulson's 22-point, 10-rebound, double-double. No, exactly. I told the guys the other night, it seems like every game we win is somebody has a big night, somebody steps up for us, and, and Tanner... Tanner stepped up big time that game for us and really proud of, you know, as he continues to develop and grow. And it wasn't just the points. It's like his effort defensively, his rebounding prowess of getting 10 rebounds was was really big for us. And so um, really good win. Again, the funny thing is I keep telling our guys is we have yet to really get into our offense. Uh, Southern Miss is another scramble team. They trap everything. They deny everything. And so you're yeah. really not running offense. You're just trying to skip the ball and, and attack the basket. And I, I thought our guys did a really good job of that. Yeah, it was impressive uh, and a great uh, job down the stretch as well to close it out in such a close game as well. 8 of 22 as a team from three-point range. Got out of there with a gritty win, as I mentioned. Good team late as well. Uh, Southern Miss looks like a team that they could they, they could do well in the Sun Belt Conference as well. Uh, it, it was just a, a great win to start off Jacksonville Classic. You go on to the uh, championship game to face Cornell. Ended up losing 74-61. Talk a little bit about that game. Yeah, you know, it was it was a great matchup for us. Cornell, um, you know, is an older team. Most of those guys have been there three years. Um, you know, and, and what they do is they spread spread the spread the floor with their shooting. You know, all five guys shoot the ball from three. You know, it, that puts a little pressure on us with, with Dorius on the perimeter trying to guard shooters out there. Um, I thought he did a fairly decent job because he's still trying to protect the rim as well. Um, you know, and they, they moved and and I told our guys it's kind of a it's kind of a team that we're trying to get to that level where where they know where each other's going to be. You know, a guy's cutting and, and he's throwing him open. You know, a guy helps and stunts on defense, and there's a guy that's got, got his backside covered. And so, you know, they they were they were a fine tuned machine. They're they're a heck of a ball ball club, and they're going to have a great year this year in the Ivy League. So, um, really good test for us. I think we learned a lot from that, and you know, just trying to get better every game. You mentioned they like to spread it out. They like they got a lot of shooters on that team as well. A team that averages over 30 attempts from deep. You held them just to 22 attempts. 
Uh, they, they still managed to hit seven of them as well. But in doing so, you're left a little bit vulnerable in other spots and backdoor cuts uh, that were left open. Uh, but overall, I, I thought the defensive side played pretty well. Yeah, and, and you're going to give up. You know, we say we'll give up a couple backdoor cuts for twos to limit threes. And, you know, I was really proud of the guys. Um, yeah, I think they're averaging, I think you said 30, might have been 32 a game. Yeah. Um, you know, and to, to limit that and give them less tries and less attempts is, is a big, was a big goal of ours. And I thought we accomplished that, you know. I think where we, we lack and we've got to be much better, we've got to be more consistent on the offensive end, you know, uh, as far as turning the ball over. We turned it over a few too many times. And then, you know, guys got to step up and knock down shots when they're open. We had some open looks. And, you know, to play a really good team that, that scores as well as they do, guys got to knock the ball, to, knock it down. By the way, that Cornell team now 5-1 and one this season. Their only loss coming to George Mason. And uh, they're looking like a team that could challenge Princeton, as you mentioned, for the Ivy League as well. No doubt. Uh, your team attempted season-high 26 three-pointers in that game. The next closest game was 25 attempts from deep versus Carroll College. How many team, uh, how many, how many threes do you want your team attempting each game? What no, I, I, I think that's a good number. I mean, 20, 23 to 25 is a good number. It's, you know, sometimes you shoot a bunch more if you're not making them, and it seems like that's what happens sometimes. It seems like you shoot more when you're not making them, and, and when you're making them, you, you don't shoot enough of them. And so for, for this team right now, I, I think that's a good number because we do have an inside presence that's really good. And, and we got guys that get to the basket. I think that's one of our strengths is we've got two or three different guys who just blow by you and attack and finish at the rim. And so, you know, I think every night's a little different. I would like to be in the 25 range from three, but you gotta, we got to shoot a higher consistency than we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great insight there as well. Um, finally, 87-52 win over Western Colorado Friday night. Four guys in double figures, and then a much better showing uh, early on, especially pulled away right away uh, at the start. What did you like from your team? Um, I think I like that we, we handled business. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. We bring in, you know, we play two Division one, Division two teams a year, and, and that part of that is to, you know, get guys comfortable, get guys, you know, some minutes, get some guys who don't play as much some minutes. And so I think we handled business from the get-go. I mean, uh, much better than the first game of the year where Carroll was kind of in close until we just you know, kind of handled business and we're up 10 most of the time. We kind of took over from the get-go in this game, and um, I, thought, I thought our energy was better. We, we got out in transition, which were really good in transition, and, and, and kind of put it away early. And one guy on this team that I haven't really been able to talk to you about yet this season, Kamani Dowdy, he's kind of turning into quite the sixth man uh, uh, coming off the bench there for you as well. Uh, what have you liked to see from, from Dowdy in, in that spark that he provides for your team? Yeah, he's, he's an instant offense guy. Uh, he's got great length at 6'5", and, a, you know, he's not, I don't think it's a 7-foot wingspan, but about 6'10 wingspan. Um, really good athlete, uh, high twitch motor. Is always, his motor is always going, always going in practice. And so he brings a great spark and a lot of energy off the bench for us. And so, you know, again, I, I felt sound like a, a broken record, but he shot about 40% from three last year. And so he's down as well. Um, you know, we're expecting him to, to dial up some of those threes out there and knock it down. But been really good with the with the offense he's brought from the bench. And just got done talking with Trevin Lenhart. Uh, one thing that he mentioned really cool that you guys do each week in, in practice is that uh, the E-Man Award for the guys who work the hardest in practice. Where, where did that idea come from? Where did you guys get that? Um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a big thing for me coming back to my junior college days of coaching. And, you know, it stands for energy, effort, and enthusiasm. So triple E, uh, we kind of kind of dubbed it. I think one of the coaches dubbed it the E-Man Award. So we kind of called it the E-Man. Um, you know, and, and we give out a weekly award winner for that. And there's a lot of things that go into that. It's not just, hey, are you how well you're playing. 
but you know how much you're talking on the bench, how much you're giving of yourself to your teammates it is a big part of that. And so we've had some great winners. I think we've had one one guy who's won it twice, but it's a, you know just kind of a little recognition other than sometimes people worry about the stats. And, and we all know at the end of the day there's way more involved in basketball than the than who's the leading score, you know, and yeah. who's the hustle guy in that. So it's it's been a fun little award. And, you know, with social media, we post it out on social media every week. And so it's been fantastic. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break here. On the other side, uh, we're going to get into breaking down Seattle U, a little bit about Utah Tech, and we'll talk about the upcoming schedule as well. You're listening to the Todd Phillips Coaches Show right here on the Wolverine Sports Network. You are listening to the Todd Phillips Coaches Show on the home of Utah Valley Basketball, ESPN 960. Brought to you by Genesis of Linden and powered by the Murdoch Auto Team. Phillips Coaches Show here on ESPN 960 and the Wolverine Sports Network. I'm Bryce Larson alongside the head coach of the Wolverines, Todd Phillips. We are live down here at Top Golf every single Monday during the basketball season from 7 to 8 p.m. here uh, on ESPN 960. I want to remind you also to tune into Valley Sports Talk every morning from 8 to 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 960 as well. Uh, we're going to be chatting with the head coach of the women's basketball team tomorrow morning at 8.45 a.m. Dan Nielsen will hop on the program and we'll go through all the happenings with the women's basketball team as well. well uh, that's a weekly hit with Dan Nielsen. Every single Tuesday morning at 8.45, he joins us as well. want to remind you, you can come on down and say hello. Grab a bay right next to us. Listen to the, to, to the Todd Phillips Coaches Show live here at top golf each and every monday night from 7 to 8 p.m all right todd let's uh let's get into this upcoming week wednesday night seattle u uh they are four and two on the season a couple of good wins including one over montana state what have you seen from that seattle squad um you know i see the same thing we've seen the last three or four years great team really well coached um they're gonna shoot a ton of threes um you know we've kind of gone against that a couple times this year they're gonna try to get up 30 32 threes they have the, the best shooter in our league, uh, Cam Tyson. He's been that for the last couple of years. He's a Texas, actually, I'm a Houston transfer. He was at Houston a few years ago. Uh, shoots at any time, anywhere, from deep. You know, I think two years ago, we, we he was 0-5 in the first half, and we're, oh, we're doing a great job with him, great job. He hit five in the second half. Um, you know, and so we got we to gotta limit his touches, make, make the game, you know, hard for him so he doesn't get easy looks. He's going to get baskets. We just got to make them tough and no easy ones for him. Yeah, you mentioned a team that loves to shoot the three ball. They're the only team a season ago that came into the UCCU Center, hit 12 threes, and ruined a perfect record at home, ended up being 12-1, and one. the only team that won in the UCCU Center a season ago. Yeah, again, thanks. Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> that was great. No, you know, it is. and We, we know who they are. They basically return everybody um, but one player that started for them last year. So it's the same team. So, so it should it should be it should be good. It'll be it'll be a fun test for us, and you know, definitely a game that I think that we should come out on top of. Uh, yeah, and it, with that, knowing what happened a season ago, do you think the team has a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder? They remember what happened. You keep reminding them, kind of that bulletin board material. Like, you know, we remind them. Do they remember? No. I mean, really, there's two guys that, that were they're around for that. Yeah. So it's so it's a bunch of new guys, but we have guys on the, in the program that have, have played against them, and you know, we're putting a great game plan together, and and. I think the big thing, especially this time of year, playing in the league so early is is we're going to be prepped and ready for them, but focusing on ourselves. we got to continue to get better and, 
and, and make strides every game. And, you know, I thought we did the last game, and, and we expect to do the same thing against Seattle. You mentioned uh, you're going to be facing another, another team who has a group of guys who've kind of progressed year after year together. They've really kept their uh, core, main core of guys together. How, you know, that's kind of the name of the game in college basketball. How tough is it, is it to go against teams that are, that are put together like that? No, definitely a huge advantage for teams who, who stay together compared to, you know, when you bring in a bunch of guys. I think what happens, though, and it's, in, it's the nature of our business, is like if you have a lot of success, it's going to be really hard to keep your guys, you know. And, and, and people might think, well, that's opposite. If you, if you win a bunch, everybody wants to stay. But what happens is, you know, everybody's now catered. Hey, this guy's a winner. This guy is really good. You know, and, and so then people start plucking off your guys and you leave. And so Seattle was kind of right in that cusp. They were a really good team last year. Um, you know, they didn't win the tournament. They didn't go to the NIT. So they, they, some of their guys got to stay that probably were good enough to be at, be at higher level places. And so, you know, it'll be, it'll be a great test for us. They have, they have great size inside. They're going to be physical and strong. And so, you know, we have really good size as well. So we're going to match up there and, and you know, sit down and, and guard. And like you said, we got to defend the den and, and, and keep our winning streak going. I know you don't like to look too far ahead into the future. Uh, don't get to talk to you until next Monday, though. Let's talk about that Utah Tech game down in St. George on Saturday. How important is it to win these in-state games? Uh, you know, I would say it's more important, but really they're all the same because they're league games. Uh, Utah Tech will be a league game. And so it's, so it's important if you can go to their place and still a road win is, is probably more crucial than, a, than an in-state rivalry game. I know, I know the fans want it, you know. I would lie to you if I said the coaches. It's not important to the coaches as well. But in the big scheme of things, winning on the road in league is, is far more important than, you know, hey, we beat, we beat, you know, Utah Tech at their place or beat SUU at their place. Getting those road wins is, is, is so valuable in league. We're talking with Todd Phillips, the head coach of the Utah Valley basketball team here on the Wolverine Sports Network and ESPN 960 live at Top Golf in Vineyard. Todd, uh, what are your thoughts on the two early conference games here before you head back into non-conference play? Um, you know, probably talk to me afterwards, but you know, I don't, I don't mind it. It kind of dials us in right away to play a couple, and then, you know, obviously we will go back in and play some non-league games. We have a couple Pac-12 teams we're playing in the, in the, in the non-league, but um, you know, it's it kind of comes quick. You know, we played six games, and all of a sudden, boom, they're here, and there's a little more intensity, a little more scout. A little bit of more of everything when you when you get into league, and so um, yeah, they're here they're here on us quick. But I think it's good for our young kids to see this and to understand, you know, what it's all about. This is kind of something new that the WAC is is trying out this year. Did they give you an explanation of why they wanted to to you know give you two early conference games and then throw you back into? Yeah, uh, from, from my understanding, it was all about dates. It was all okay. about you know we have eighteen games after 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 January, and so you, they couldn't get twenty in. Right. And so we have 20 league games. And so they needed to get two in beforehand. And so, you know, it makes sense to me. You got you got to get them all in. And I'd much rather them do that than try to cram everything right. in and, you know, have like only a two day prep or something for games. So um, I'm OK with it now. Again, like I said, talk to me here in another week and see see how I feel about it. But, um, you know, you got to be ready to play these games, whether it's the first beginning of the year or at the end of the year. And then we talked about that that long stretch uh, that includes Weber State. Liberty, Utah, Oregon State, Boise State, uh, going to be easily the toughest stretch of your schedule to this point. No, 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 no doubt. You know, and, and again, not sure why we did that, but sometimes th stuff just falls into place. Obviously, we had a home game with Weber this year, and you know, would like them to be not as good as they are, but they're they're a great team, probably the best team in the Big Sky. And you know, they went to to St. Mary's and and had a huge win, which you know, 
people don't win at St. Mary's. And so we know there's a tall task ahead of us for all these teams coming in that come to our place and we go on the road to. But, you know, I'm excited to see how our guys respond and up to the challenge. Yeah, definitely going to be an exciting little stretch for your team here. We mentioned tip-off against Seattle Wednesday, 6 p.m. right here on ESPN 960. We'll get the pregame show fired up 30 minutes beforehand, 5.30 right here on ESPN 960 as well. And then 7 p.m. Uh, down in St. George against Utah Tech. Coach, any surprises from any of your players so far this season? Anybody that's really stepped up that you thought, hey, this guy has really you know, been a big contributor for our team? You know, I, th- I think there's been quite a few surprises, obviously, of, of things that guys do. And, and whether it's a, it's a breakout game, you know, like McClanahan had the 13 rebounds as a point guard. I mean, I didn't think that would ever happen, you know, from, from his spot. You know, to obviously even to, to some of the things that Toulson's has done as a young freshman for us. Um, I, I think there's a lot of a lot of intrigue, I guess, as much a surprise for us as we watch these guys. We we know there's things we see them do in practice, but now you got to do it in the game. Um, so that, that that's been that's been really good. And, and part of this process is to get to know these guys, right? And uh, we uh, we got together last Thursday for Thanksgiving, had the team over, um, and so you know it was it, it was amazing. We had three turkeys, right? We had <laughs> yeah. we had a deep fried one. We had a we had a smoked one, and we also had just a conventional, you know, basically your oven baked one. And so it was, you know, had a lot of mac and cheese and a lot of different things that, you know, I'm an Idaho boy that, that we don't necessarily always cook in Idaho. We had some greens and we had uh, we had all kinds of stuff. And so it was, it was really fun to get those guys together. And I think that's important for us to bond that way. Yeah. Important for us to get to know each other a little bit, for them to know one another, for the coaches to know them, to help, you know, make us better as, as we get down the road. How do we how do we motivate them? Right. I, I will say that with this team, every time we've kind of challenged them and you know, got into them a little bit and motivated them, they responded and played really well. And so part of me is like, that's great. We can, we can get on them, they'll be better. And then part of me is like, well, why do they need to be motivated, right? Why, yeah. why, why do we need dialed in a little bit more? Can't they do that on their own? And so, you know, we're, we're getting through that process with these guys, and it's been, it's been a lot of it's fun, a lot of hard, hard work with what's going on. But, you know, there's a challenge for each season, and it's, it's been great. All right, final thing for you before we sign off here tonight. We're down here at uh, Top Golf in Vineyard. How's your golf game? I don't think I've asked you that before. Um, it's, you know, being here at Top Golf and at this amazing facility at this time of year when it's cold outside and there's snow on the ground and to be able to hit golf balls, it's getting better and better. So, you know, obviously I'm not going to be playing until the spring, um, but, you know, hopefully I'm a, I'm a way better player than from, from being here. This is just an awesome place here at Top Golf. You have a lot of time in the summer to get out there and play? Uh, I have a lot of time. Do I get out? No. You know, I mean, you know, you got family, you got basketball. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I don't get out a ton, but I'll, I'll get out probably other two weeks or so. All right. There you have it. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to make a couple trips out this summer, get out on the golf course as well. Good luck this upcoming week with Seattle and Utah tech as well. We'll chat with you, uh, next Monday. Awesome. Appreciate it. Always. Absolutely. All right. Uh, just one last reminder, Wednesday, we'll be kicking it off at the pregame show at 5 30 PM. And then uh, tip-off will be at 6 p.m. from the UCCU Center right here on the Wolverine Sports Network. Appreciate you tuning in wherever you have tuned in tonight. You can find this whole show on the Valley Sports Talk with Bryce Larson podcast as well as online at ESPN960sports.com as well. By the way, we are going to replay this show for the second hour of Valley Sports Talk tomorrow morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on ESPN960 as well. Appreciate you tuning in. And until next time, You've been listening to the Todd Phillips Coaches Show right here on the Wolverine Sports Network. You are listening to the 